All right, that's enough of that. Brian Tyler with the title track off of Rambo, Last Blood. How we doing out there? Good, great, grand, wonderful. Been a minute, hadn't it? Well, uh, I mean, as you know, I don't, I don't get paid for this shit. And I'll just tell you, been gone for a while, only back for a short while. This is going to be a limited, a di- limited time offer if you will. Um, I I mean, if if we're being completely honest, the only reason I came back is because some of you made me kind of feel uncomfortable about how much you enjoy the show because I I don't. This is a monumental waste of time. And I'm just telling you, like I said, back for a short time. I I am start I need to start spreading my time elsewhere. Things that are a little bit more meaningful to me, things that are a little bit more positive. Not that this isn't fun. It's fun, guys, you know, for you. <laughs> for you, you know, but a lot of work goes into this for nothing. You know, we got some cool guests coming on and I am excited for that. I'm excited to chat um with a couple of those folks, but uh, again, you know, like you just you you don't know how many hours go into this for no pay, and I'd and I'd rather do something um, where where the money's coming in for my time spent. And like I said, I, I I would prefer to take some of the extra time that I have and spend them with the ones that I love. I know. So uh, what had happened was uh, why I've been absent. Well, it's real simple. And like I, I was saying, I, I just couldn't believe that. And in a nutshell, that's what happened. So um, that's why I've been absent. And if there's issue with that, well, I don't know what to tell you. So Rambo, last blood. Let's keep it moving, huh? Hey. Uh, so did you guys go out there? I know, I know I'm late. I know I'm late. I've been off. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been doing other things. Um, did you guys get out there and see Rambo? Hopefully you did. I mean, if you're a fan of, of the, the series and I mean, coming off the Rambo four, which I thought is easily one of the best American action films of all time. The fact that I put American in there is very important. I know uh, those of you that listen to the show, you're rolling your eyes in heavy size right now, but the the people that are new to the show, yes, I would say that this is a top five, top tenor, uh, Rambo 4, that is, uh, top five, top tenor American action film. Rambo Last Blood, eh, well... <laughs> You know, it's not that it, it's not that it wasn't good. Um, and in fact, I think if you were going into Rambo thinking a seventy-year-old man is still going to kick ass and take names like he did um, back in the early '80s, you're silly. However, I will say I kind of duped myself um, coming off of Rambo Four because I was just like, well. When I got out of Rambo 4, I was like, well, that was amazing. <laughs> and, you know, why we, we need another Rambo. Well, many, many years later now, we get Rambo Last Blood. And I will say there's 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 quite a bit to like. Um, 
but there was just a couple of thing a couple of things that were so big i i just kind of was just like what what the fuck are we doing here and um I, I don't, and I would, I would be curious to ask uh, Sly Sylvester Stallone what the budget was on on this one, the actual budget, budget, not the shit that you see on IMDb that ranges anywhere from. Well, this film cost forty million to a hundred and twenty million. Well, that's a big fucking difference, and that's going to change, you know, uh, how I <laughs> go about asking my questions to Sylvester Stallone. Because if it really was a hundred million dollars, it wasn't. But let's just hypothetically say it was a hundred million dollars. What the fuck happened? Um, so why I'm saying this, if you think about what Rambo 4 looked like and some of those action sequences, a um, lot of use of the practical effects, a um, lot of uh, very minimal uh, CG violence uh, usage, um, CG blood, that sort of thing, very minimal on Rambo 4. However... I would say Rambo Last Blood, it was predominantly CG as opposed to practical, which if you listen to the show, you already know how I feel about that. And, um, you know, one of the parts that took away from my enjoyment of the film. And, uh, you know, let's be real when you're going into this. Like, know what you're about to see. You know, I, I think far too often these days... You know, everything's got to be amazing or everything is terrible. There's nothing really in between. And I think a lot of that has to do with what you make up in your head before you <laughs> go see it. So um, in this one, you know, like I, my expectations were about what it should have been. And I I left just kind of like, uh, you know, what I mean, literally, that's that's what I walked out feeling like. A um, lot to love. Um so if you saw Rambo 4, which, I mean, it had an amazing ending, right? Well, I mean, it was, it was a good film, but amazing ending because he's going home. After all these years, we see him walking down the giant dirt driveway, um, and Rambo is written on the mailbox. So we're like, oh, is he, is he finally going to see Dad, going to see Mom? Um, which, you know, the credits are rolling as he walks all the way down that uh, long dirt driveway. Great ending, and just so we're clear, I thought the ending in this one was good. I, I like it when, well, I'm not going to ruin it for you. I'll just say that that I, I liked both endings of this. Um, how we got there, I, I liked a little bit more in Rambo 4 than uh, Last Blood, but if you don't know the premise of Last Blood, here's what Google will tell you. Vietnam War veteran John Rambo tries to find some semblance of peace by raising horses on a ranch in Arizona. He's also developed a special familiar bond with a woman named Maria. Reminds me of a West Side Story. And her teenage granddaughter, Gabriela. But when a vicious Mexican cartel kidnaps Gabriela, Rambo crosses the border on a bloody and personal quest to rescue her and punish those responsible. And just, we were talking about the budget earlier. It says that the budget, estimated budget on this one's $50 million. Hey, hey, did 49 of that go to Sly? Eh? I'm just kidding with you, Sly. I, I, I just, <laughs> 50 million. Sorry, folks. Let me wrap my head around that. 50 million, and that was a turned out product. Of course, 
the ending, which was good, um, which was about as climactic as you could ask for, I could see that costing a lot of money. Um, but $50 million, that kind of catched me off guard with that shit. Um, so uh, there, there was the synopsis. You know, we all know who Rambo is, but this time it's versus the fucking cartel. Last time he was back in Burma with, uh, not for nothing, but that Vietnamese uh, general in Rambo 4. Wasn't he good? Wasn't he really good? Like, it just like, as far as villains go, I thought he was fantastic. Um, and if you haven't seen Rambo 4 yet, first check it out. But th- those of you that have seen Rambo 4, you remember, you remember, you remember that scene with the villain that I'm talking about? <laughs> And the way that Sly shot it, where he takes the, the, the little boy into his room and, and how they, they, they pull out with the camera as the door shuts to the room. And you, you, what you can tell is about to happen is that kid's about to get ard, you know, by the by the um, general, the Vietnamese general. He's about to get raped. And, uh, I mean, not for nothing. I'm, first of all, I'm glad that Sly didn't feel the need that we, like, kind of need to go even further than the implication that the little kid was going to get raped because I think nowadays, I don't know, we we are like, oh, in case you didn't know where this was headed, there it is, and we didn't do that there. Um, The villain in this, solid as well. Uh, I think Sly and his casting choices uh, for both films um, was great, and the villain was... No exception in this one. I think his name was Sergio Perez Menchetta, and obviously we'll get to him soon. But um, so he he, as the synopsis said, he he's befriended a family. Now I, I, that's one of the issues that I take with the film, as far as us going from Rambo Four to Last Blood. We saw Rambo walking home, right? As I mentioned earlier, uh, in Rambo Four, the end of Rambo Four, he's walking down the long dirt road, walking home. And now we pick up in Last Blood, and he's with this random family. We we have no context for. We don't know them. We we haven't seen them in past films. It, it's not like, um, and and I would even have been all right with that because it, it's a Rambo film. If we would have, if you did like some little corny flashback or whatever, and the the family that he's staying with, well, the 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 mom of Gabriella Maria, I believe her name is, um, of Gabriella was some partner that uh, you know, was the mom of some partner he had back in the war or something like that. And it's just, it it wasn't that. <laughs> it wasn't that. It's just this family where he, so he's, he's, he's training horses and stuff, and now, like, either they live there or he lives there. I'm pretty sure he lives there because it's not the John Rambo Ranch anymore. Call in and tell me if I'm wrong. I can't remember. What was this, two months ago? And you heard what I've been through, why I've been gone. <laughs> so it's kind of tough to kind of tough to remember. But it's one of the two. And either way, I don't it actually doesn't now that I'm thinking about it, it doesn't even fucking matter if he if that was his home or it wasn't his home. Either way, this is a random fucking family. It's not like, oh fucking um me and uh Pedro were friends and that's why um, Maria, or I decided to keep close to Maria, take care of Gabriella and stuff like that. That wasn't that wasn't the case. So one of my issues with the film, because I'm just like, oh, okay, so I guess he's helping out this family now. Which, for me, now we have kind of narrowed the scale 
of what Rambo was in the previous film. Because if you remember, he's taking on an entire fucking Burmese army <laughs> in Rambo 4. And it was great. It's so great when he's back up on the truck. Yeah, yeah that was fucking fantastic. Um, but the scale has now completely narrowed because... Uh, long story short, Gabrielle, you know, she goes to a party with a friend who's not, you know, the 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 greatest type of person that you should be hanging around. She needs better friends. She needs better friends. But Gabrielle is in hunt for her dad. And her friend, who lives in Mexico, got a beat on her dad. And she's been looking for her dad. So, obviously, dad's out of the picture. It's Maria taking care of Gabriella. And Maria, just for argument's sake, is the grandmother of Gabriella. It's not his mom. Mom and dad are not in the picture anymore. Um, but she's been searching for dad. What the hell happened to mom? Did mom die? I don't remember. Um, but she's searching for dad. A friend finds dad for her. And, uh, well, you know, she's a teenager. You're not going to tell her what she can and can't do. And we do have one of those scenes. I'm going to find my dad. Your dad's garbage. I don't care. Fuck you. You're not my dad. You're right. I'm not because he's garbage and he's not here anymore. So she, you know, Rambo says, don't do it. You know, we're, you can't, you can't. He's a deadbeat and you can't. And of course, like any normal teenager, fuck you. I'm going to find him. So she goes to find him. Party goes awry. Well, as they're she goes into Mexico with her friend, and you can just tell her friend. I First of all, as far as um, costume design, I really was just like, oh, I know that type. Fuck her friend. She is garbage. <laughs> I fucking, well, you'll see. So anyway, they go to a club where they are supposed to go talk to uh, somebody to find the whereabouts of her dad, and they do, okay? Um, so they go... Uh, they they go find the dad, and dad is about as shit heel as could possibly be. Opens the door, hi, how are you? Fuck you! I don't. I left you in your mouth. And that was another thing too. That particular scene when she when she find and this is an action movie. Calm down. Oh my god, you're ruining it. No, I'm not. When she finds her dad, that was one of my issues that I took with the film. It. For what we were meant to believe at this point, it just kind of falls flat. What are we meant to believe? So the dad is meant to come across like, hey, by the way, you and your mom were a giant waste of my time, and that's why I left. And I believe he says something almost exactly like that, like you and your mom. Not as good as Ben Affleck and Jersey Girl where he's like – uh, screw you too, you little piece of shit. You and your mother took my life from me. Not that good. And I think that's my problem. So he tells her, you and your mom meant nothing to me, and that's why I left. And it just falls flat. Like, I just didn't believe it. Like, there was a point when this scene was happening where I was just like, well, this isn't her dad. It turns out it was her dad. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, well, that's... And there's pieces of that throughout Rambo where it's kind of like oh oh okay so we're we're meant to believe that oh all right who the fuck am I um but but for me I guess because I know for a fact Sly has the ability to write in a manner that pulls on our heart heartstrings we've seen it before people tend to forget 
um, Sly's a good fucking writer. He, I mean, he like for what he writes, he's really good at. And I just thought several points in this film, like, yeah, okay. And you know, maybe I need to go back and rewatch it. Was it the acting that fell flat on its face, and that's why I was kind of like, oh, okay, or? Is it truly like my first impression of it, where it's it's more the writing than it was the acting, um, you know? And again, like I said, I, I should probably go back and rewatch it, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna feel the same way I did, where I was just like, this is one of those scenes that is, you know, one of the <sighs> few turning points within the film, you know, like this is what is Gabrielle going to do with this information? And when it is presented to us, the audience, it almost feels like, I mean, you should just be like, oh, well, fuck him, Gabrielle. But, you know, she's, Gabriella, she's crying and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, but like, even when he said it to you, let's just pretend these characters are real. Even when he said it to you, it just, I mean, ugh, yeah. It's, it's what I is what I thought. So, Dad says, "Get the fuck out of here." All right, Gabrielle is clearly upset. She goes back with her um, piece of garbage friend, and piece of garbage friend is like, "Well, let's go back to the club and party. Let's let's party it up." And that, that was another thing that was kind of weird. Is like we just we were really quick with all of these transitions. Um, meets dad, dad says fuck you, goes to the club, and you can already tell that the environment of the club um, is grim, and it's not going to turn out well for Gabriella, so that right out of the gate, like, and not that you didn't know that that was going to happen, I just, um, you know, presentation is everything, but I, I would have elected to do uh, something a little different, but how it shakes out is she goes into the club, and the you know she's mingling or whatever, and you kind of see some questionable characters um, edging towards her uh, near the bar. And the last thing we see, we don't even see somebody put something in her drink. We just see something dissolve in her drink, and we are just supposed to go, okay, she was drugged, and that's the end of things. Um, and I just kind of thought, like, okay, okay, even if there was time constraints, um, there's probably a better way that we can do this. So that whole transition between meeting her dad, going to the club, getting drugged, and, you know, which obviously is going to force Rambo to come get her, that was just so quick. And I almost felt like we were asked to get on board with a paper-thin premise and... I only am annoyed by it because, like I previously said, I know Sly is a good writer, you know, like I, I and I know he's a good director, and I was kind of shocked that he didn't direct this one. Adrian Grunberg did, and um, I don't, I don't know. Like I would like to sit down with him and see if there was anything that got cut with it, um, or you know. And obviously, my biggest fear is if he's like, well, you know, Sean, that's how it was written, word for word. You know, and I'm not going to tell Sly he's a fucking idiot, would you? No, you wouldn't. So she's drugged. She's gone. Um, word gets back to the house, of course. Of course word gets back to John, Rambo, and Maria Maria. Um, so it's hunting time. It's hunting season. First person he visits is the dad. 
And that scene was pretty good, even though the dad, again, paper thin, hollow. Didn't, you know, I I wanted to hate the guy because obviously he left his daughter. Fuck him, right? And he was just kind of like, oh, whatever. And, you know, but, but Sly's particular scene when he goes there questioning him where the fuck is Gabriella, Sly was great in that scene. And just so we're clear, throughout this, Sly is really, really good. I think there was only a couple times where I was like, well, that was the worst line ever to use right there. <laughs> you know, but Sly is still a good actor. Um, if you don't think Sly is a good actor, you need to see Copland, and then you will find out you're a fool. Um, I just think he he knows where he can make his money. We're we're derailing, so he questions the dad, finds out. Uh, well, questions the dad gets nothing from him because he didn't really know because he just was like, "Oh, hi, Gabriella, get the fuck out of here," and. So he then goes to question her friend. And that scene I actually did enjoy. The no fucks given John Rambo had while talking to Gabriella's friend. And I'll just go ahead and tell you, he definitely threatens to murder her. <laughs> this is, this, you know, this is like a 16, 17, 18 year old child. A child. And he definitely is like, if you don't tell me, I'm going to cut you. And, he, you know, he's got his giant Rambo knife as he's talking to her. Um, so I, I, I love that scene. Um, she takes him to the club, and uh, boy, does it not end well for John Rambo. He ultimately um, gets spotted at the club as he's trying to work his own surveillance. He gets um, nabbed, and I and I like that scene too because it kind of... Uh, sheds light on the current state of affairs in Mexico where basically all these cartel member members um, circle him in a street and you got, you know, regular civilians closing their windows. They, you know, they don't want to see, they don't want no part of getting involved with the cartel and certainly not to stop them from killing some gringo from north, up north, right? And I so I did like that scene. That scene was pretty tense. However... However, um, you could make the argument to me that that scene should have never happened because the way it plays out, obviously, they kick the shit out of him and they say, look, Gabrielle is mine now. She's going to be a drugged-up prostitute that we are going to farm her until she is no good anymore. And they kick the shit out of him. And even it was just kind of forced and contrived. Um, The villain is like... (laughs) No, no, I, I, I don't want to kill him. Um, I want him to, to, to be alive, knowing that his friend, because that's what she is. That's what Gabrielle friend it isn't his daughter. It isn't his granddaughter. His friend is, you know, being forced into prostitution. And I just kind of thought, like, even if you obviously those particular characters, if they were real. If they were real, they don't know that that's John Rambo. I understand that. And, you know, I understand that we have to have the comeback, you know, and kick the shit out of him. Now he's really pissed. I understand that we have to have that. But the way that that shakes out, I mean, there's he, they should have killed him. And I, and I hate to be that guy. Well, if this is real life. But, but seriously, like, they circle him. They kick the shit out of him. You know, the civilians are closing windows and doors and, you know, they're trying to. And then they just are like, no, I want him alive. And it's kind of like, uh, well, you know, it, it's 2019. You should kill that motherfucker just to be sure that you, that you aren't awaking a demon. <laughs> you know? And guess what? 
demon has awakened because he's actually found on the street by Carmen Delgado, played by Paz Vega. Um, And she nurses him back to health. And uh, she, Paz, I'm sorry, Paz Vega, playing Carmen, um, she was doing some surveillance of her own because, shocker, her child was taken by the Mexican cartel as well. So, um, she, uh, Carmen takes her, takes Rambo back to the house, nurses him back to health, and it's go time, baby. It is go time. And, uh, unfortunately, because there are some big things that happen between there and the climax, I'm going to spare you, so it is, um, a surprise to you. And I will say for me, um, a self-proclaimed, uh, self-proclaimed learned person, um, in the, cinema area I did not see a couple of those portions coming or a couple of those scenes coming I will say that um, but again those scenes the, that I'm referring to would have meant a hell of a lot more to me if aforementioned scenes were better especially with that one with the dad especially with some of the closing pieces of dialogue when Rambo's getting the shit kicked out of him on the streets of Mexico. It's just, and you'll, hopefully that'll make sense to you once you see the film, or, and and I love this, I want you guys to do this, you understand, you know, you guys know I love debating movies. If you think that it was good, come tell me, like, come tell me that those particular uh, portions that I'm referring to, you're like, hey, I didn't have a problem with that. That was fine, you know. In fact, I thought the acting was pretty good. You're a fuck, Sean. I've been like, hey, oh, all right. You know, that's the beauty of art. Take it as you will. There is no right answer. Unless it's my answer. Ugh, yuck. What a top 40 joke that... What an NBC sitcom joke that was. I ought to be punched in the fucking dick. Um, so anyway... <coughs> excuse me. So anyway, um, it's, it's revenge time, okay? Um... We got to go, you got to dig, you got to pit, you got to get out there and you got to find that fucking Gabriella. Um, and he does, <laughs> he does, um, which sets up the climax because obviously if you steal from the cartel, they're going to find you. They're going to find you. That's what they, that's what they do. The cartel don't fuck around. In fact, just a little Side note, I, I don't know, I, I get in these random um, <laughs> holes, you know, you know, some people get into YouTube loops and go down the rabbit hole with YouTubes, sometimes I go down the rabbit hole with like gangs and shit, all I can tell you is that the Mexican cartel has done some of the most heinous shit, some of the most heinous shit, like, I would compare some of the stuff that they've done right on par with the Nazis. <laughs> like when like some of the like real news story, real stuff the cartel has done, I would put them on par, par with the Nazis. And now I'm realizing that I've said this, if any cartel member hears me saying this, my life could be in danger. <laughs> but come on, you guys should value life, goddamn Mexican cartel. Fucking it's not all about drugs and money. Sometimes it's about love. <laughs> Look at me pleading my case on the podcast. <laughs> Don't kill me, Mexican cartel. Actually, at this point, it would be welcome. So uh, it leads to our climax. All I can say, fun house of horror. <laughs> 
for the climax. That, then that's all I'm going to say. I, mean, I, I don't want to ruin anything for you because that is easily the strongest portion of the film and he definitely knew what the fuck when I say he um, Sylvester Stallone definitely knew what he was doing when um, he wrote that ending in fact I wouldn't be fucking shocked if he was like okay here's the ending how do we get there you know who writes like that I write like that we start with the ending and we work our way back or at least you know we we what I do is I piece together scenes that hopefully make sense to get to that ending and I would I bet my paycheck that he was like, okay, here's what I want to do at the end. I want it to have to do with the Mexican cartels. What do we need to do to get there? And that's that's what he did. So, see it. I especially if you're fans of the franchise. I mean, you're gonna you don't probably don't need me to push you over to see it. Um, but if you're not fan, uh, fans of the franchise, go back and watch it. Rambo one, Rambo. 2, Rambo 4, those are all pretty good movies, especially for what they are. I'm not going to say fantastic movies. I know a lot of uh, people that listen to this podcast would say that Rambo 1 is fantastic, and it's just strong. It's strong. I would definitely say it's above good. Um, But, you know, you look at Rambo 2 and Rambo 3, you know, it's it's more of the... Excuse me, it's more of the nostalgia of late 80s, early 90s action flicks where we didn't give a fuck, everything was practical, and we fucking blew it up. <laughs> we just, it was, oh, see that big thing over there? See that big building, big thing? Blow it up. <laughs> That's what we did, which, which I like. Don't get me wrong. It's fun to go, oh, man, the amount of dollars they're wasting right there. <laughs> and And it still looks better than... A lot of the CG action shit that we say today. No, I'm not referring to Marvel. Calm down, Marvel and DC fans. I'm not referring to comic book movies. I I understand that for the the level, the magnitude of destruction that happens within those films, got to be CG. Can't blow up real shit. I got it. But it is fun to go back and watch some of that old stuff and be like, you know what? That real helicopter is really 15 feet from. Sylvester Stallone, the actor. That's really happening as opposed to, you know, what is it now? Some guy hanging on a green screen in a green suit and there's nothing there. He has to pretend there's a helicopter there. You want to know how you get good good acting out of your actors? You put them in the shit. That's Tropic Thunder taught me anything. What is going on? All right, so who's in it? Sylvester Stallone, right, plays John Rambo. I always do this. I always go down the cast and crew because I want to tell you what I like in case you haven't seen them or to remind you, uh, especially a lot because the, the younger cats are the one coming up to me saying, oh, man, I fucking love your podcast. It's funny as fuck. I know some of you have not seen vintage Sylvester Stallone. Not that you don't want to. You just haven't. So that's what I'm here for. I'm here for you. So my favorites, obviously Rocky, right? Rocky Four still awesome. Rocky, well, so let's rank them. Um, Rocky Four is just my favorite because I mean it's just one long music video with Sylvester Stallone and Dolph Lundgren pumping iron, which is great. Um, if if I had any heart or soul, I would say Rocky One because at its core, it is a love a love story um, with a down uh, featuring a downtrodden man in a. Um, extremely innocent and sexy uh, Talia Shire. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Rocky Rocky 1 is definitely 
probably his strongest writing feat to this day. Unfortunate. You peaked you peaked too soon, sir. You peaked too soon. But obviously the Rockies are in there. Cobra. Cobra. I know there's a lot of people that listen to the show that like Cobra. Um if you don't know of this one, uh, I, I got to tell you, one of my favorite cheese fests of all time, smoke a blunt and have some pizza and watch this one, Over the Top, baby, where he's an he's a semi-truck driver slash arm wrestler, and he's got to get his son back. And how's he going to get his son back? Well, he's going to flip his cap, and he's going to arm wrestle somebody. <laughs> uh, Tango and Cash, always classic. Uh, Kurt Russell, Sylvester Stallone. There's mumblings and rumblings that uh, Sly is trying to do a Tango and Cash. Uh, re- I don't know if reboot's the same because I know he wants to do it and he's trying to convince Kurt Russell to do it. And Kurt Russell's kind of like, really, though? Do do fans really want to see that? Um, some of us do. Now, if, if you make it kind of cheaply made like Last Blood was, I don't know how the, the reception is going to be, but... I love Kurt Russell, and I love Sylvester Stallone, so put it on the board. I'll watch it, baby. Uh, Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger is underrated. As I get older, Cliffhanger is a fun film, and it's got a lot of good people in it. And, I mean, you got Michael Rooker. You got uh, John Lithgow. You got Sly. You got Leon. You got... Cliffhanger is underrated. Just so we're clear. And I think they're, if memory serves, they're doing a reboot of Cliffhanger with a female. I don't know who's being cast in the lead with that, but yes. Uh, Demolition Man. That's fun, right? Having sex while sitting Indian style and not touching, just wearing VR headsets. Yeah, that's great. Nah, come on. Demolition Man's fun. Copland, as I uh, mentioned earlier, phenomenal acting job by Sly in that and by everyone in that. I, I think you need to revisit Copland because that is a gem. That is an uncut gem. Speaking of uncut gems, I am excited for uncut gems with Adam Sandler. I, you know, I don't watch trailers, but I heard the trailer when I was seeing uh, Jojo Rabbit the other day. Phenomenal movie. Um, uncut gems is going to be dope, I think. But we'll uh, we'll find out. What else? Uh, I mean, you know, Sly's. GD everything. Uh, next for Sly, we got Samaritan, which I believe he is co-writing, if memory serves. Um, Tough as they come, he is directing, um, which sounds like a rough one. You should IMDb uh, Tough as they come to see the synopsis for that one. The Expendables for Snore. You would think someone like me loved The Expendables, hate them. Well, you know what? I hates too strong of a word. I. For someone who loves, you know, the Van Dams and the Dolph Lundgrens and the Jet Lees and the Sylvester Stallones and the Arnold Schwarzenegger, you could have did better. You could have did better. Stop saving the money with the CG shit. Blow real shit. Blow real shit up. Uh, who else we got? Or what else does Sly got coming up? Scarpa biopic about Gregory Scarpa, a former capo and enforcer for the Colombo crime family. You bet your. I love anything gangster shit you bet your sweet bottom i am gonna be at that one uh who is next uh paz vega played carmen delgado um spainborn actress i know her from spanglish and i still yeah that's right i'll fight you spanglish is a good movie with adam sandler yeah that's right um she was in the spirit you guys remember that one the directed by frank miller um 
I had higher hopes for that. It wasn't bad. It wasn't as bad as, what was that one, uh, Kill Em All or Shoot Em Up, that one with Clive Owen. Boy, did I have high hopes for Shoot Em Up, and it just, meh. Um, but the spirit was all right. Kill the Messenger, love that movie with uh, Jeremy Renner. She's been in uh, the TV show The One. never watched it, heard a lot of people say that they like it, and tons of other stuff, tons of it. You, it, When you see uh, Paz Vega, if you happen to Google her, um, you, you'll recognize her face. You may not recognize what she's been in, but you'll definitely recognize her face. Um, next for Paz, uh, the Jesuit, Emu Plains, Emperor, American Knight, and She Loves You, and Resonance, Resonance, Resonance. Who do we got? Uh, the villain, Sergio Paris Menchetta, who plays Hugo Martinez, also Spain-born actor. Um He's been in da, 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 Snowfall, that TV show. God, I want to start that. I have no excuse why I haven't started that yet. <coughs> um, Resident Evil, Afterlife, um, and Life Itself. Uh, most of his projects have come outside the States, but I thought he was good enough in Last Blood where I would not be shocked if you started to see um, him get more work in the States. Um, Adrian Barraza, who played Maria. Uh, she's an actress and acting coach, and I was doing a little research on her. Um, first of all, that's another one. If you Googled her, you'd be like, hey, I know her. I don't know what from what, but I do know her. She is actually an acting coach on set on movies that she's acting in. Wild, wild stuff. I Well, I thought it was cool. Um, you might know her from The Strain. That's a comfort food of mine. Put that on when I'm folding laundry and shit. The Strain, you know, Guillermo del Toro's The Strain. Um, Thor, the first one. Uh, Babel. Uh, we like Babel here at LS Cinema. It's not for everyone. It's kind of a slow burn, but we like Babel here. Um, Cake, which is that one with Jennifer Aniston. Um, and a few others. Next for Adrian, we got... We Can Be Heroes, um, that new Penny Dreadful reboot, Penny Dreadful City of Angels, uh, Yafan and Quatremers. Wow, did I butcher that. Quatremers. I probably butchered that again. So that's what Adrian's got next. Uh, Gabriella was played by Yvette Monreal. Yvette Monreal. I know I can do that better, but I'm not going to do it a third time. Uh, she's just getting started couple of things that you may have seen her in uh once upon a superhero low riders and monsoon next uh she has star girl which is based on a dc comic and that's currently being filmed so i'd be interested to see the finished product of star girl um starring yvette manuel uh who else don manuel was played by joaquin cosio joaquin cosio tons of stuff Tons of stuff, and he's another guy you would recognize if you saw him. Um, he's been in Eastbound and Down, Savages, The Lone Ranger, The Strain, Narcos, Mexico. Yes, Narcos is so much better than the Ozarks. Watch Narcos over the Ozarks like the adult that you are, because children watch the Ozarks. Uh, he's been in Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Next for Joaquin, we got Esperando El Gorda, Lesones Per Canales. Uh, the Suicide Squad, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, and Gentified for Joaquin. Who do we got on that crew? Uh, we got Matthew Surlnick, who is one of the writers. He's done South Beach, Absentia, uh, a couple other things. Next, he's co-writing uh, Good Samaritan with uh, Sly and Run Away With Me. Um, 
Obviously, Sylvester Stallone co-wrote this one as well. Um, who else do we got? Uh, Dan Gordon also co-wrote this one. And just to give you that 90s feel, listen to some of the stuff, uh, the, 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 the 90s prototype action structure that we have in Last Blood. Um, no surprise when you hear some of Dan Gordon's credits. A Passenger 57, remember that one with uh, Wesley Snipes? Surf Ninjas, Wyatt Earp, Murder in the First, The Hurricane, and several others. Uh, I believe he's co-writing Miracle in East Texas and Codename Opera next. Uh, who did the music? Brian Tyler, one of my favorite composers right now. I mean, he's done Bubba Hotep, John Dies at the End, Bug, War, Aliens vs. Predator, Requiem. That I love Alien vs. Predator, Requiem. Not the first one, but Requiem. Uh, Rambo 4, Ready or Not. I loved Ready or Not, one of my favorites of 2019. He did Swamp Thing, the TV show. Um, next, he's got Charlie's Angels and Those Who Wish Me Dead. Cinematography was spot on by Brendan Galvin in this one. He's done Mirror Mirror, Escape Plan, Selfless, Solace, Westworld, uh, obviously the TV show. And um, I wanted to mention him as we're running out of time here, Franco Giacomo Carbone. I love Franco Giacomo Carbone, uh, his production design. Um, I've literally liked him since Cabin Fever. A lot of oranges, a lot of browns. I love the dark reds that he uses, um, not only in this film, but several others. He's done Wonderland, Hostel, Bug, Rocky Balboy, Rambo 4, Killer Joe, and so many more. Um, and our last but not least, our director, Adrian Grunberg. Adrian Grunberg. Uh, he has done, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the gringo, underrated flick with Mel Gibson, Apocalypto. He was second AD on. He's done Man on Fire. He's done, uh, Here on Earth. Tons of stuff, um, for Adrian Grunberg. And I actually, um, I mean, you're just gonna, he's, he not only does uh, uh, Helm um, films himself, but he has got tons of second unit AD direction under his belt on some really cool projects. Narcos, Jack Reacher, Edge of Darkness, um, again, Apocalypto, Jarhead, just so much stuff that Adrian's done that is good. Um, so that's it. That's it for Rambo Last Blood. Um, I Just love this stuff while you can. Okay, because I have limited time offer here at <laughs> Ellis Cinema. I, I'll do it for you a little bit more, but uh, like I said, I I got to do other stuff with my time. Spend spend time with the ones that I love. Spend time doing things that's positive and makes me money. Not that this isn't positive. It's just you know, again, it's a time thing. That's all it is. It's a, it's what I explained to a couple of my friends. Like it's just it's not that I you know. I mean, why am I even trying to lie? I do hate doing this. I hate it. <laughs> I just want to watch the fucking film. I don't want to have to... That's a lie. All right. Ellis Cinema. E-L-L-I-S-S-I-N-E-M-A dot com is the website. I haven't updated that in fucking months, so if you want to go there, be my guest. I mean, you still can get all the current episodes on there. If you just click the drop tab, go to episodes, you'll see all the current ones. Um, yeah, I, I got tons of stuff around the corner for you guys. Giveaways, a lot of cool interviews. So stick around, um, enjoy it while you can. We'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. <laughs>